0: Great programming is no accident. It's long been a policy of this network to devote every effort to maintaining the highest broadcast standards. Recently, one of the foremost publications in the broadcasting field polled 465 critics and editors the question, which radio network programs do you rate tops? When the answers from these 465 experts were tabulated, the final ratings were overwhelmingly one-sided. Whatever listening fare is for you, you can be sure you're hearing the best.
1: Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Xerky. On this evening's show, we're going to dance the minuet, hear about some dream men, say goodbye to someone, and hear some songs by Monty Wilhite. The first segment, however, is a birthday tribute. Not to a vintage artist or composer, but to someone very special nonetheless, and that would be my lovely stepmother, Connie. Last year she had a birthday segment on the show, and for that one I played several records that were all recorded, or born, so to speak, on October 2nd, 1922. Now, I'm not saying that's when Connie was born, but infer what you will. I'm glad I was able to visit and have a nice lunch with her last week, and this set of rapidly rotating records is a little more personalized than last year's, starting off with the Hoosier Hot Shots.
0: Connie's got connections in Connecticut! Down in Florida. She became a bathing beauty and was such a little cutie, and she soon had all the fellas there adoring her. Then Connie secured the leading role in a wonderful Broadway attraction. But she wouldn't stay on a great white way. The pace and the action drove her to distraction. Connie hurried home to Connecticut, and she bought a little farm in Connecticut. Now she's happy as a dickens Cause she's raising pigs and chickens And she's really got connections in
2: Connecticut
3: I'll give her such a duty and forgot to come back. I met her accidentally when she and all her family were in the cornfield digging for gold. There was her brother John and several hangers on. When I met Connie in the cornfield, there was her sister Sue, she'd brought Aunt Maggie too. When I met Connie in the cornfield, they started singing before me, tell me the old, old story. We were both going strong till her father came along. Then I left Connie into Cornfield. home we started walking when we got to the farm i'd the scarecrow on me arm and i'd left connie into cornfield
1: Conchita is the diminutive for the Spanish feminine given name of Concepción and is also the diminutive of the Spanish word concha or seashell. As a name, Conchita is often anglicized as Connie, so we just heard the Banda Internacional with Conchita, written by Manuel Penea. Manuel Penea was born July 31, 1880 in Valencia, Spain, and spent much of his life working with Zarzuela and opera companies in the U.S. After its premiere in Valencia in 1916, his opera El Gato Montes, which translates as The Wildcat, opened at the Park Theater in New York in 1921 and ran for 10 weeks. Manuel Penea died in Cuernavaca, Mexico on January 24, 1939, but his three-act opera, which features passionate melodies, flamenco dancers, and high drama, is still produced and was even performed earlier this year by the Los Angeles Opera. That recording of Conchita is from Victor 78, catalog number 78982, recorded October 8, 1926, and was preceded by a song which couldn't be more different, When I Met Connie in the Cornfield. That was Jack Hilton and his orchestra from HMV B5666, recorded in Small Queens Hall, London, on July 23, 1929, with Tommy Handley providing the vocal refrain. Thomas Reginald Handley was born January 17, 1892, in Liverpool, and became a professional singer in 1916. Following his service in World War I, he met Jack Hilton, who became a lifelong friend. Handley performed his music hall sketch, The Disorderly Room, on stages across England into the 1940s. He was also a mainstay on BBC Radio right up until his sudden death on January 9, 1949. When I Met Connie in the Cornfield was written by Robert Hargreaves, Stanley Damerill, and Henry Tilsley. I don't think my stepmother has any such connections, but we began Connie's birthday celebration with the Hoosier Hot Shots, and Connie's got connections in Connecticut. Words and music by Basil G. Edlam. Vocalian 05437 was recorded in Chicago on December 12, 1939. Happy birthday and best wishes, Connie. That designation of centenarian is not far off. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. On last week's show, I played Dream Man, Make Me Dream Some More. For this segment, we're going to hear about some other dream men. Who knew there were so many?
3: Daily dream and coming to make your dreams come true.
1: On November 10, 1924, Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra with Louis Armstrong on trumpet and My Dream Man. Before that, the Raymond Dance Band, a Stan Greening pseudonym, with Ukulele Dream Man from January 27, 1927. We started off with Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, all 25 pieces, including two banjos, with the uncredited vocal quintet of Austin Skin Young, Al Rinker, Charles Gaylord, Jack Fulton, and Bing Crosby singing the Benny Davis lyrics to Harry Axe's tune Shanghai Dream Man. Victor 20683 was recorded in New York on February 10, 1927. You're listening to Glenn Robison's Rapidly Rotating Records, 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 1930s, and music to which you can't not tap your toes, Sunday evenings at 6 on Island Radio KISL-FM Avalon, or any time at all, streaming online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. Thank you, Ian. Many of you will recognize the voice in the IDs on tonight's show as that of British rocker and one of the world's foremost authorities on the music of Tin Pan Alley, Ian Whitcomb. I became aware of Ian and his music while in high school in the late 1960s through his hit You Turn Me On, and subsequently collected almost every one of his many LPs and CDs. When we both had shows on the internet station Radio Free World in the late 1990s, I contacted him and, in addition to being a fan, became a personal friend. I was honored to be invited to join his Monday evening salons, to be a guest on his Luxuria music show, and to write the liner notes for his latest compilation two-CD set, The Golden Age of Tin Pan Alley, available on Rivermont Records. Back in 2012, Ian suffered a stroke, which severely limited his ability to make music and produce income, But for the past month, he has been hospitalized for a surgical thrombectomy, which also resulted in the amputation of his big toe and one other. His wife Regina is his full-time primary caregiver, and while Medicare covers the basics, Regina has set up a GoFundMe page called Getting Ian Whitcomb Well to help with his recovery and rehabilitation when Ian is released from the hospital and returns home, probably this coming week. I've made a contribution, and if you've enjoyed Ian and Regina's music at any point over the past 50-plus years, I invite you to consider doing the same. Go to GoFundMe.com and search Ian Whitcomb. That's GoFundMe.com. Most of the time, our musical tributes to composers, artists, and others are based on their birthdays. While he wasn't a composer or performer of vintage music, we lost an entertainer this past week who I enjoyed a lot and would like to acknowledge. I'm going to play three records, the titles of which relate to him in some way. Give a listen and see if you can guess to whom I refer. Here's Jack Bund and his Bravoure dance band. figured out the person for whom I chose these three records? We just heard Ambrose and his orchestra with Lou Abelardo providing the vocal on Happy Days Are Here Again, written by Jack Yellen and Milton Ager in 1929. That recording was made in London on January 29, 1930, and the song is usually associated with Franklin Roosevelt's successful 1932 presidential campaign, but that's not why I played it. Happy Days Are Here Again was preceded by Lionel Hampton and his orchestra from March 2, 1944, and a song called Loose Wig. Confused? Well, if you recognize the first tune in that set, you probably know who we're referring to. That was German bandleader Hans Bund, credited on that British Parlophone 78 as Jack Bund and his Bravour Dance Band, with Confetti recorded in Berlin on April 7, 1932. Confetti was written by Alfred Kaplush. So, put together Confetti, a loose wig, and his theme song, Happy Days Are Here Again, and who do you have? Charles Elmer Taylor, Jr., born January 13, 1931, better known as the exuberant and flamboyant actor and comedian Rip Taylor, who passed away last Sunday. He worked as a congressional page and served in the U.S. Army during the Korean War before performing stand-up comedy in the Catskills. During his five decades in show business, he made over 2,000 television guest appearances, hosted his own show, the $1.98 Beauty Show, did voiceover work, appeared on Broadway and in a number of movies. Thanks for all the laughs, Rip. R.I.P. A few weeks ago, I played Marigold, written by Aubrey Dowden and Maurice Besley. The pair also wrote a tune called The Second Minuet. Unfortunately, I don't have a recording of The Second Minuet, but I do have a couple of other minuets to play for you. ¶¶ No. You've heard records by Richard Himber and his Essex House, Ritz-Carlton, and Studebaker Champions orchestras, but later, with an expanded string section, the group was also known as Richard Himber and his Rhythmic Pyramids Orchestra. We just heard that iteration of the orchestra with Minuet in Jazz on Victor 26101 from November 10, 1938. Minuet in Jazz was written by Raymond Scott and was preceded by the third of the four movements from Luigi Baccarini's String Quartet in E Major, Opus 11 No. 5, Minuetto, sometimes referred to as the celebrated minuet. That obviously wasn't a string quartet, but the German male vocal close harmony ensemble, the Comedian Harmonists, in 1932. <laughs> Doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 1930s, this is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM, 88.7 Avalon, and available anytime online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. Thanks again, Ian. Besides the GoFundMe page, getting Ian Whitcomb well, if you're on Facebook and would like to see how Ian's doing, as well as Peru's previous posts, including his letters from Lotusland and pictures from appearances and celebrations, join the Facebook page, Ian Whitcomb Fans. I could find no biographical information about him whatsoever, but nonetheless, Monty Wilhite is getting his own segment. Here's Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra.
0: Sums and grows Then withers and goes, dear When summer is gone Are oh, birds of a spring That joyously sing Then take to the wing, dear When summer is gone I can't believe that we've just been dreaming That all of our scheming Must end with the dawn So tell me again Love is not
2: in vain
0: That it will remain dear When summer is gone let
1: Wilhite didn't write a huge number of songs, but most of the ones he did write were recorded by a number of different groups. For example, Yesterday, which started off the set, was recorded by Gene Austin, Greta Woodson, the Tune Wranglers, Lewis James, Irving Kaufman, Eddie Thomas's Collegians, and others, all in 1927 but we heard it by The Revelers, backed by Nat Shilkert and the Victor Orchestra on April 7, 1927. Charles Harrison, who sang with The Revelers on a few occasions, wrote the lyrics to Yesterday, and it was The Revelers who were the inspiration for Harry Frommerman to form the Comedian Harmonists. At least ten other groups recorded When Summer Is Gone, also with the words by Charles Harrison, but after yesterday, we heard it by Meyer Davis's Swanee Syncopators with the vocal by Smith Ballou. The Brunswick Ledgers don't show a date, but that was recorded sometime in 1928. Next, it was Nat Shilkrit in the Victor Orchestra once again, this time credited on Victor 21968 as the Troubadours with My Heart Is Bluer Than Your Eyes. Alfred Bryan wrote the words to this one, sung by Don Howard in Lederkranz Hall on April 19, 1929. And we wrapped things up with Gene Goldkett and his orchestra, and If I Lost You. Charles Harrison and Art Castle wrote the words to that one, sung by Gene Napier, and recorded in Chicago on July 9, 1928. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.